Uh, good morning, everyone. This is a bit nerve-wracking. Darwin doesn't have this many people. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get straight into it. Um, uh, if you're writing notes and wanting a, a title, uh, the title that I've got for today's talk is to stay focused. Um, we're coming to an end of another year uh, and about to start a new year, God willing. Um, I remember in the year 2000, I was sitting in this very hall. Uh, at that time, wasn't looking to the Lord. Um, was actually petrified because um, being in the year 2000, most people thought that that was it. The Lord would, would come uh, on that day. Um, and so I was sitting in, the, in one of these chairs, um, shaken. Um, but the day came and left and uh, nothing happened um, and as I went on with my life I ended up falling away and was in the world for quite some time uh, did a lot of stupid things but uh, I lost my focus I, I lost uh, my, my first love I, uh, I, I lost uh, my connection with the, with the Lord uh, I wasn't using the spirit I wasn't praying I wasn't reading um, so as a natural man when you're, when you're, not, pray, uh, when you're not eating and drinking uh, you become very weak. So if you don't eat and drink for a whole week and then go try play a game of rugby, you're not going to last very long. And so the same with, uh, with me, with my uh, spiritual walk. I wasn't praying and I wasn't reading, so I got spiritually weak. And when my friends came against me uh, to influence me in doing the wrong thing, I walked down that path, unfortunately, uh, and lost my way. But I thank the Lord for his grace and his mercy um, that he, he tarried, he didn't come back. Um, and, and we ourselves, I mean, we, we, we have communion every Sunday. And in the communion, it says in 1 Corinthians 14 about examining ourselves. And that's just not uh, when we are, um, are taking communion, but as every day of our life. Uh, we shouldn't be just examining ourselves at that point of time. But every day when we are walking with the Lord, are we walking rightly with him? Um, don't turn to it, but a, a first scripture, which is in, in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19. I can't read the whole lot, but just one verse here. It says, And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did, uh, did let none of his words fall to the ground. And we know that we've got the word of God from Gen Genesis to Revelation. The Lord is the beginning and the end. And uh, we live our lives according to the Lord. And when we are, are focused on the Lord... We don't allow any of the Lord's words to fall to the ground, but we apply them in our lives and we, we walk uprightly because uh, that's what the Lord requires of us. Um, that is our reasonable service for everything that he has done for us. Uh, many of us have been uh, lost in this world. Uh, some got caught out of this world. Um, some had fallen away and come back. Some had been born in the Lord. Um, but because of his grace and mercy, we are all uh, spirit-filled people sitting here this day because of what our Lord Jesus Christ did for us, not because of our own uh, uh, worthiness or, or anything that we had uh, done, um, but everything was through our Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, let's turn to Proverbs chapter 4. In verse 18, we'll start. And it says here, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. So we've got the Lord, the light of our life um, before us. 
You know, if we are, are fixed our eyes firmly upon the Lord and, and He is before us, uh, He is a, a light unto our path. But if we turn away from the Lord, just as when you look to the sun, you can see the light, you turn away and then you can see your shadow. And if you can see your shadow, you're walking the wrong way. It's the same with the Lord. Um, the darkness uh, in this world is, is so, um, is so you know, vast. Um, I was, you know, uh, thinking about Pastor Scott's uh, talk the other night um, and I was really um, remembering a lot of the things that I did uh, when I was in the world. And, and, and he's very right when he says, you know, we've got such a, um, an influence in this world that is, is so evil um, in a, at our fingertips, you know, that we can just go and search anything up uh, through our phones and um, social media uh, is, is such a distraction, um, you know, to all of us, not just to young people, but to all of us. You know, we can get so consumed with the things of this world um, and it can take our eyes off the Lord. Uh, we can take our focus off the Lord. And uh, when we're in that, um, in that state, it's a very dangerous place to be in, you know. Um, the Lord says it in his scriptures, uh, if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. And that's something we don't want to be. You know, we want to be on fire for the things of the Lord. You know, we have a, a New Year's resolution, you know. Like we have many people in this world with their New Year's resolution wanting to go back to the gym and get fit in that last one month and they're back to their normal habits. Um, I've done it many times. Um, but, you know, we should be really focusing because, I mean, 13, I was out in the world for 13 years and that, that's, that's a long time. Um, but the things that were happening 13 years ago you know, aren't happening now. It's actually worse now. And I'm sure many of our brothers and sisters being in the Lord for, you know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years would say the same thing. Back then, you know, you would think that the Lord was going to return. But how much more now? Um, in verse 20, it says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips, but far, uh, put far from thee. And this is what I want to focus on, verse 25. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left hand. Remove thy foot from evil. Keep our eyes fixed firmly upon the Lord. Because if we want to make it on the day of the Lord's return, we must be walking in the spirit. We must not be walking in the flesh. We must not be uh, allowing this world to distract us, uh, uh, to take our attention away from the things of the Lord. Um, so um, we've, we've got a, a big responsibility. Um, the Lord's filled us with his Holy Spirit and he's given us uh, a commission to go out and to preach the gospel, to be a light in this dark world. Um, but how can we do that if we ourselves have lost our focus? How, how can we do that if we ourselves aren't looking to the Lord, aren't searching the scriptures for answers? And a young brother this morning, uh, you know, shared, shared a, a few thoughts this morning uh, at the prayer meeting. And um, this, this, if, if we aren't living the, the, you know, the, the word of God ourselves, we, we can't be an example, you know, to, to go in and to uh, talk to people, you know, by little things that we do ourselves, um, they can see that we're different. And that's the whole point. We need to step out and we need to be different. We're not supposed to blend in with this world because if we're blending in, then what makes us the children of God? And we know that the Lord from the very beginning brought out the commandments so that his people would be different from the rest. And that's why he brought them out. 
you know, that, he, that we would follow them and that people would know that we are the children of the living God. Uh, and the only way to accomplish that is through Jesus Christ. If we are focusing on the Lord, if we are focusing and he is the, um, uh, our prime example, um, and, and the only way that's going to happen is by spending time with him, uh, praying in the spirit, reading his word, understanding who he is, what he is, why he came, uh, what he accomplished for us, you know, to, to show that love and appreciation of everything he's done for us in our lives. All right, we'll go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, just a few verses here. Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about um, with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that thus, uh, doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Such great witnesses that we have in the word of God, all the examples you know, the example of, of Samuel, you know, he's, he didn't allow any words of the Lord to fall to the ground. Um, yeah, perfect example, our Lord Jesus Christ and how he lived. And we have all the other prophets that we can unfollow as well. Um, you know, the disciples, the things that they did, how they went out and preached the gospel. Um, we reread in, in Acts, you know, chapter 2, chapter 1, you know, when they received the Holy Spirit, that they were with one accord, they were in unity, and the Lord was adding to the church, you know, thousands of people. And that's what we are supposed to be doing. That's what we need to be doing ourselves. Um, so let us use these examples, reading the Word of God and applying these examples to our life. Um, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, this is the key. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And we are the joy that was set before him, brothers and sisters, because he saw us afar off. He chose us before we were even born. Before the foundations of the world, he knew us. And he wanted us to have a relationship with him. And that is why we're here today. That is why we're filled with his spirit, walking on with him, because we are his joy that was set before him. That, that suffering that he went through, you know, we can just imagine um, what he had suffered, you know, the, the whippings, the beatings, the mockings, uh, being nailed to a cross. And that was just so that we could have a free life, so that we could rule and reign by his side. And unfortunately, as a, as a young man, I didn't, uh, or a young kid, I didn't really appreciate that. I didn't understand it. And I was one of those people that crucified him. I spat in his face and I walked away from him because I thought I would choose the world over him. You know, and uh, there, we can be in all different times in our walks. But as this year ends, brothers and sisters, this is a time to examine ourselves and find out uh, where we really are and where we're standing with the Lord. Are we walking uprightly with him? You know, have we chose the world? Have we chosen the world over him? Or have we chose him over the world? Um... Uh, despising the shame and set down at the right hand of the throne of God, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest we be wearied and faint in our minds. So just remember everything that the Lord's done for us, um, you know, so that we ourselves are keeping uh, our minds occupied by the things of the Lord rather than allowing the, the world to creep in and to slowly uh, um, and, and very subtly pull our attention away from the things of the Lord. Uh, because once we get into that state of mind, you know, once we're lukewarm, we're, we're in dangerous grounds. 
You know, so this is why it's very important to, to read and to pray every day, uh, to examine ourselves and make sure that we are the people of the living God, that we are uh, what the Lord expects us to be. And I've got a few uh, one verse of scriptures to read out. I don't have to turn to them. In Psalms, in 119 verse 2, it says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. Um, in Matthew 24 verse 3, it says, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. You know, so uh, we've got a race to run, brothers and sisters, and, and, and our prize is to rule and reign uh, by the Lord's side. And so what a, what a great prize. And the fact that most races that we have, you know, only one person wins. But this is a race that we can all win. And so it's up to us to encourage each other to get there. Um, now, well, I'm running out of time. All right, I've got two more scriptures, so let's just go through them. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, it says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. That's something else that we focus on, our doctrine, what we believe in. From the very beginning, what, we were under, what, we, uh, what got read uh, to us through the scriptures, we must be born of water and the spirit. What the, the being born of water represents, what being born of the, the spirit represents. You know, to understand this, to stay focused on that, to not allow the wolves that we've also heard in other talks to this camp uh, to creep in and to steal our attention away and to, to uh, influence us in, in doing the wrong thing or thinking the wrong thing. Uh, and the only way that's going to happen is if we ourselves are focusing on the Lord and keeping our uh, testimony and our understanding and knowledge uh, of the Lord. Um, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Example, you know, we all want to be there on that day. So this is a race that we're all running. So let's help each other get there. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And we can see the day approaching, brothers and sisters. We can see that the Lord is coming back very, very soon. Uh, the, the evil in this world, the filth in this world is just... You know, what we see and what we hear is very minimal compared to what the Lord actually looks upon. You know, it's just absolutely disgusting. Um, and what we'll do, we'll finish in um, this last um, verse here, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 17. Ultimately, it says here, Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. Brothers and sisters, there is an end to all this. Eventually, the Lord will be right. I've had enough. Um, Jesus Christ will return and he will take those walking with him. So don't, uh, don't envy what this world has. Because this world has no hope. They have no peace in their life. They, they have no true love. They, they've got nothing. Yet they think they have everything. And unfortunately, there's sometimes if we keep our eyes off, if we look away from the Lord, we can, we can sometimes envy uh, what the people in the world have. But what really do they have? You know, do they, do they have a crown of life waiting for them? Do they have a, a, a life full of uh, uh, joy and peace and, and overcoming and um, healings? Do they have that in their life? You know, we are such a privileged and, and, and blessed people. And so we have to acknowledge that. We have to stand strong. 
Uh, we have to make sure that we keep our eyes focused, fixed on Jesus Christ, because he is the author and finisher of our faith. We cannot do things on our own strength. John chapter 15 talks about it. He is the vine, we are the branches. So as long as we are abiding in him, we can overcome. As long as we are abiding in him, we will be there on the day of his return. And that's what we look forward to.